Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, you can fire that thing back up because it's time for a goddamn debate. Panda handling. I love it. Okay. So here's the rules of this debate. Oh shit, there there's rules? rules? <laughs> let's, let's do this systematically, gentlemen. Systematically. Because okay. I do actually okay. would like to talk a good amount about Lucha Underground the, first. The, 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 the rules of this are... Um, if anybody says something that is so ridiculous that I feel like I wouldn't want to listen to this podcast anymore... You get chopped. <laughs> you get a fucking nasty chop right in your man titties. Oh. That's the first rule, okay? Yeah, my chest is so bony, so Go right Make ahead. sure that you keep the absurdisms to yourself. Like, if, if you really think that Brutus the Barber Beefcake had the best fucking tights in wrestling, <laughs> I'm going to just chop you in the fucking chest. And there won't be anything said. I'm just going to walk up to you, and it's going to be, woo, and that's it. Do okay? the, do the um, Zodiac Man Zubas inspired gear count the second rule the second rule you're gonna hate this rule guys yeah sexy star and charlotte are both off the table wow i'm pulling i'm pulling trump cards from both sides right now (laughs) sexy star and charlotte are off the table everybody knows the fucking bella twins it's fine everybody knows like it's no it's no secret to anybody that's not like that's nothing our viewers even want to fucking hear they've heard that that, that song and dance on both sides okay so Byron's drinking candle now my first question for you gentlemen is Why and this is kind of goes back to to where camera. we were before oh, okay. and I have like a whole thing you can oh. you and you get to do your thing you get to do your thing <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna pose a question for you guys to start this thing off sure the importance of titles are there too many titles in WWE? Are there not enough in Lucha Underground? And what is the symbolism of their championship belts? Because let's be honest, in a wrestling show, your championship belt is one of the most important symbols that you can present to the world every week. So, that being said, I need you guys to tell me what you think of the titles in Lucha Underground and WWE and their level of importance where they're at right now. Um, uh, you're the you visitor. Want, no, yeah, let's let, let the let's let yeah. the visitor go first and, go and right get the ahead. advantage. Yeah. Unless you want to go second, I'll leave it up to you. Uh, I can go first. All right, uh, go Zach's right ahead. In there, I like that. Strong so, move. I'll talk. Uh, let's do Lucha Underground. So they have the what the trios title, which is their their tag title. It's a trios oh, stuff, obviously. Cool. They have Gift of the Gods, and then they have the uh, the world title there, right? Um, it's a Lucha uh, Underground I think their titles are title. fine. I mean, okay. I think their titles are fine. Uh, it's a one-hour show. I think cramming any more in there would it just wouldn't really work. And That's especially since said. they're doing intergender matches there, I don't think there's really room for an extra title. I think the Gift of the Gods title is uh, it looks awesome, uh, and and I I like that it's like a Money yes. in the Bank title. I really uh, I I think it's a little weird that like. Um, you know, after you win it, I feel like the winner would probably should immediately try and cash it in for a match the next week. Well, that's happened, hasn't it? Doesn't it? It should happen. Like, but I'm like saying, like, sexy Cage star. did that. Cage was yeah. like, I want this. Yeah. Okay, I turn in now. I think that's the flaw with the title. Like, there doesn't seem to be a point in defending it too much unless you're forced to. Which case, fine. But outside of that, you should make a match immediately. So I, no one should really hold it that long, is what I'm saying. So I think there's sort of a, a flaw in, in, in theory with that title, but I, I love the way it looks. I think it's their best uh, looking title and it looks important, which I think is important with the title. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't have too much of an issue with Lucha Underground's, uh, you know, the, the belts, the way they work, except that sort of, you know. Well, now, Brian, uh, Brian, uh, Paul. Who? What the fuck's your name? I don't know. 
Byron, that guy. He brought up a good point, though, that the Lucha Underground title is not called a world title. Right. Is that a problem? No, they fight in one area. Why would it? Why would they need a world I mean, championship? It's a Boyle Heights Fight Club, basically. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's Boyle like Heights title doesn't have anything to it. <laughs> they brought in. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I want to win the Boyle Heights title. They brought in um, the AAA Mega Championship too, um, which is supposed to be a world title. Did they yeah. actually bring that into the show? Yeah. yeah. What it was? Yeah, be nice if you watched the show. It wasn't were, defended, uh, but it's like other but titles. That's Sehana, right? But yeah. okay. what everyone in the temple wants to be is they want to be the champion of the temple. Yeah. Okay. And and the importance is there. Case, what do you think? Uh, okay. Well, we're just talking about the lucha titles we're first. We're just talking cause... about the lucha titles first. I, I'd like to say that the titles have magical powers. They are ancient Aztec gold. That if you defile the gold, you are cursed. And if you are nice to the gold, you're blessed. So everyone wants this title, not just because it's a belt, but because of the power it can grant them the favor of the gods. <laughs> the favor of the gods. And, uh, and also, I'd like to say, I like that the gift of the gods title can be defended, right? But yes. um, every time we have seen it defended, it has been we... because the person's been forced to defend it. Your food's right there. Oh, no, don't, don't stop. Oh, okay, don't okay. Stop. Justin just looks like he's about to fucking chop me. Uh, <laughs> Did you think you I, I didn't think I, yeah, I didn't think I said anything weird. Uh, and uh, the trios title, uh, I prefer trios to traditional tag teams because it goes for faster pacing matches and it is more traditional to the Lucha style. Okay, but I'm going to play devil's advocate right here. In the trios, do you think that that's just a way to get somebody over when you're hiding your weak sauce? Yeah, but that's like the point of it in Lucha, too. Like, I, And when I say Lucha, I don't say Lucha is like short Lucha for Libre. Lucha Underground. I mean Lucha Libre. A lot of people in doing that, it bothers the fucking shit out of me, so stop. I do it all the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> God damn it. And uh, really, it's it, it makes for matches without a bunch of rest holds and shit like that. You want to see Randy Orton work a chin lock for 20 minutes, or yes. you want to see a nice trio Psychology. All right. The WWE titles. And then we'll... Because this man has notes, guys. Zach has fucking notes. I, I have pages. He is, he is ret to go. <laughs> he is ret to go. He's chomping at the bit. Okay, I, I don't, I like, don't need do weapons. My fists are my weapons. Later? Like next week? Should we just... Uh, to be continued? We don't have a lot to talk about next week, do we? Mm, not really. Let's do it next week. I'm okay. tired. Let's go to bed. Okay. Fuck it. Good night, y'all. Just kidding. Just kidding. We'll cut him off soon, though. Um, <laughs> so the WWE titles, you got... Been up since 4.30. I don't even know how many titles are in WWE right now. And then you, we're about to it's have about a brand to, It's about to change. Uh, yeah, for, for the worse, don't you think? Um, no. Uh, I, I actually have a lot of hope with the brand split. I think... <laughs> They've been in sort of a holding pattern. What's I the think. point of having a unification match twice if you just keep splitting them up? Well, here's my question for you. Because they have a roster with enough talent that they can split it up. Um, okay, name all of the current WWE titles. There and who holds the, them? The, the tag team champions are the New Day. Uh, yeah, three guys holding a tag belt. Right, which is awesome. A trio's holding a mm -hmm. tag belt. Love it. Freebird swirl. You Keep have going. the uh, newly uh, crowned the women's... Uh, Championship uh, that looks uh, pretty cool. It looks much more important than that butterfly belt. So, oh, who holds that title? There. Charlotte. Oh, chop, 
Violation. Oh, you goaded him true. into it. You goaded him I, into I it. Just That's fucking mean. The rules and you broke the rules. <laughs> Woo! Uh, I didn't say it. Sell it, goddammit. Um, terrible. So the women's champion, obviously. Uh, there's the intercontinental title held by the Miz currently. <laughs> Gross. And then there is hey, the, he's from Cleveland. Fuck there you. is there <laughs> is the Miz is a great heel. And then there is a U.S. Uh, title held by Rusev, who is uh, awesome at the moment. Rusev, and then of course the the WWE, just the WWE title that they're calling it right now, not WWE World Heavyweight yeah, anymore because of the it. brand split. But the WWE title held by Sir Dean Ambrose. So they're um, gonna create a world title. Wait, 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 wait. So that's all title. the WWE. Titles? That's all the titles yeah. for now. Wait, but, well, how about NXT? Oh yeah, well Ooh. NXT. You have Which the I NXT. Forgot. You have the. Uh, That's well, brand. I thought we were talking about the main roster. Yeah, but 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 look, we're going mm. into a brand yeah. split here, and we're talking about their overall product. Lucha doesn't have any side products with yeah, all these NXT extra itself has like Lucha is similar to Lucha Underground as an NXT title, it has their NXT Women's title, and then they have their NXT Tag title. So it's the same as Lucha Underground, basically. Right. And so now we're talking about going into a SmackDown split. Are we, do we think we're gonna get? Like I'm assuming that we're gonna split up the U.S. and IC titles again, and they'll just um, one will go to one, one will go yeah, to the other. Yeah, I would imagine so. That's kind of the and then, title. Are, uh, do you think we're gonna see a second tag belt like we had during the last brand split? Um, do you think they're gonna forgo it? This I don't. Time? I don't think so. I mean, they have built up their tag, uh, the roster in terms of tag teams, but I don't believe they're gonna add a second tag title. Like, it's not gonna work well. I think they'll probably just have most of the tag teams on one roster. I would imagine something like that, which might be smart. Um, and then, and like I think, probably most of the women get, will be on another roster. We will get a WWE we'll title see. and a World Heavyweight. Yeah, title which again, I don't probably. have a problem with because I think there's enough. Like I said, I'll there's you, enough talent. I'll tell you there. what my problem is with it. Like the last time they did it, that the World Heavyweight title was actually the lineage coming from the WCW title, mm-hmm. yep. which was a storied and in, in long history, and they were still attributing it to that belt. But now that whole fucking that whole line, that whole lineage is fucked up with the belts converging and then coming apart again. Like, yeah. well, they're gonna create a new lineage because that belt has been retired. Um, and I'm, you know, hopefully it. I'm, will they? I think they will. Will they? Or will they fucking bring it back out? No, they're not gonna bring it. Oh, come gonna, on! You don't think they bring it back no, out and no, pop no, it up no, on no, old man Flair one more time? Not Fuck after, it. not after unifying it. <laughs> I, I know you guys are joking. They're gonna, yeah, they're yeah. gonna create a new one. Um, so I, I honestly, I think there's a lot of hope with the brand split. You know. They're bringing in two GMs as well as uh, I don't want to get too much into this right now. And obviously, yeah, one of them's gonna be Eric Bischoff. So fucking enjoy no, that. No, it's yeah, it? he's not. Just watch. It's gonna be Bischoff. Uh, it's gonna be Bischoff. It'll probably be Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Bryan. Daniel Bryan and Shane. And no, Shane's like commis- Shane's like the commissioner. They're basically Shane and Stephanie are gonna be like Vince on Raw and SmackDown respectively. Or yeah, but they're that. gonna put all the baby faces on SmackDown because they're supposed to be the underdog show now. I liked how Vince Watch buried SmackDown. What? He buried SmackDown on Raw. Justin's like, making my arguments Vince? for me. Shit. Yeah, he's well, like they, Raw's they, our These aren't arguments. Flagship. These are simple truths of the matter. That that SmackDown's gonna be the babyface underdog show with Shane McMahon doing his fucking two step in the fucking ring and Daniel Bryan getting cheap pops every time he comes out doing nothing and not being able to fucking book the matches. Daniel Bryan's gonna start wrestling matches. 
He's gonna find just, a way to get he's a concussion. Gonna get out there and start throwing head Well, that's probably what fucking Vince wants. That's probably why Vince has goaded him into this fucking position is because they want to try to convince him to get back in the ring, and they'll get him to do two soft bumps, and he'll get a fucking itch in his fucking craw to go back and do it again. They'll get a fucking match out of him, and he'll no. be a big dummy. Stay fucking retired, dude. Don't do their bullshit. Fuck no, it. he wants to fight, and they don't want. Let's him just to. Uh, see what happens, gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> we, we don't even know what it is. He was gonna leave uh, and go do a hair match in CML. So. Let's Let's, uh, what are we, go, we're talking, go, about, we're talking no, about titles. We're talking about the titles. So, like, <laughs> but here, here's my point, and here's the whole reason why I wanted to start here. Like, I know you got all this TV to fill. I know you got fucking three hours on Monday, two hours live on Tuesday now, fucking Maybe NXT on Wednesday, fucking pay-per-views every two and a half goddamn weeks, uh, fucking Total Divas and... and prank shows punked or whatever i know you got all this fucking time to fill so you need some goddamn champions but man when it gets to the point where like what you just did and it takes 10 goddamn minutes to tell you who all the fucking champions are i'm asleep i'm fucking asleep like rusev is the fucking u.s like first of all when was the last time they had an American U.S. champion? Do you remember the fucking invasion, oh uh, you guys? I know, right, I know. Right, Zach Mr. started Trump. watching wrestling in 2010. Make but, the U.S. title great again. Uh, yeah. I, I know that Zach started watching wrestling in 2010. That is but, not true. Um, <laughs> the invasion happened, and there were yes. even more champions. Uh-huh. Oh. You had the, you you had have, the hardcore belt too, yeah, right? Oh, and you had all the WCW belts as their own belts. Did you cruiserweight have cruiserweight title? Yeah, yeah. Cruiserweight and light heavyweight. Yeah, so uh, I'm looking forward to something shitty like that happening again because I have no faith in WWE, which I'm sure we'll get to in this conversation. Oh, it's it's gonna happen. Yeah. So anyway, my my whole point is, um, I find too many belts to be distracting. When they had the brand split before, and they had. The two titles, it did make a little sense because one of them was coming in with the WCW lineage. But now to do it again, and and the fact that they're doing the two live shows back to back, um, and no, I know it hasn't happened yet, but it's a big strike in their book to me because I'm not excited about the three hours of live television that they're doing right now. How the fuck am I supposed to be excited about another two hours of it? I was actually kind of starting to dig on SmackDown, being a little more produced and edited and put together and the Mauro Ranallo thing like it was actually starting to feel like a little something they were having some trouble keeping the spoilers from fucking it up and doing important things on the show I get that um and that was a big issue and that issue will be solved here but this feels like a complete ploy just for ad dollars to compete with live sporting events which seem to be getting the big buys even though the ratings are lower than um some one hour dramas these days they're still getting huge ad buys and anything that people are watching first run the first time are the things that are being coveted by networks right now like walking dead is getting these huge numbers because everybody wants to see it when it happens so they can not get it spoiled by twitter or whatnot so to be in a spoiler free zone yeah wwe has to do this but one of the main things i'm not excited about is more fucking titles I have trouble keeping up with the goddamn titles they got already on a three-hour soft-ass fucking show. That's just my opinion. All right. Now, mm-hmm. Zach, open the floodgates, man. Tell us what you got. Run it down for me. What's on that that mysterious piece of paper right, well, you've got over? Because I'm, get... I'm like you. I come with notes to this show, and these guys are like, what the fuck? Oh, they're all, like, typed and well, I shit. To... I came in here to kind of have a more academic topic. All right. Um, I, I wanted to talk about, because I'm provide some constructive criticism for the second season of Lucha Underground. <laughs> Billy Fever just tried to turn off um, your microphone. That was so classic. Uh, Good girl, Billy. I imagine you guys would probably agree with this, but the second season has been noticeably 
weaker than the first season. That's probably for a couple reasons. One, Wait, what are you it's talking been, about? And Lucha Underground? Weak. It's been weaker. Let's be fair. I don't. I don't agree with that at all. It's been. It's. It's been weaker, in my opinion. And it's been. Have you it's started been a lot, drinking it's been a heavily? Lot, on it's, been a, it's been a lot shorter. Time in terms of episodes, they did like. I looked on Wiki. There's they did, less, th- they there's did 39 episodes, episodes in uh, the first season. There's only been, I think, 24. I'm not sure if that's Next season will be more again. It'll yeah. be 36 I think that's season. affected because, for me, the booking has been very uh, inconsistent this season. And I feel like they've dropped a lot of storylines and feuds. No, and, if, they, uh, if they fuck up Limo Guy, I'll agree with what that. What did they drop? I will tell you. Because I will uh, shoot this shit down. What okay, did they let's, drop? let's talk about... I'm getting heated right now. I'll get, I'll get <laughs> there. But let's talk about the booking first. That's and the way they book certain, book certain wrestlers. I'm going to um, back here. Uh-huh. going to get good. Go right ahead. Okay. Hold on. I have a knife. So oh, let's, talk about, let's talk about Phoenix, one of my favorite guys in Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably one of their best baby faces next to, well, Pentagon's a tweener, I guess, right? So a uh, heel tweener, he whatever. He hates that, but I agree with Yeah. You. He's a tweener. Pentagon is a tweener, but he's the most over Steve Austin-ish tweener of okay. all Lucha time. He's so, a face in my heart all the time. So, Pen- so Phoenix, uh, so he started off, he had a really, really strong start this season. Obviously, he lost the title, but he had a good feud with Cuerno. They traded, had some matches back and forth. He ends up getting the, the Gift of the Gods title back. And then he uh, rekindles that rivalry with uh, Mortez, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a really, really great match. Probably my favorite match of the season, still. Um, we'll see about next week. Uh, but uh, really, really good match. He gets a huge win. And then what happens? Oh, you have to defend it next week in Aztec Warfare. Yeah. And he does. And he's absolutely squashed in that match. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah. For the debuting Matanza. Uh-huh. But he's not only squashed, he's the first person eliminated by Matanza after one move. Okay, one move, he's eliminated. What was the move? It was uh, his power, his spinning power slam. I don't know the name of it. Uh, yeah, see, because Zach doesn't watch the show. Mm. It's been built up as the deadliest move in the it doesn't history. look like the deadliest it's move so in the promotion. I'd like to see you take it, Zach. <laughs> he should have. If it's it's not the deadliest move. It's no. Oh, I almost. Said okay. Something. I almost got. So chopped. okay. So he he squashed after that really great buildup. He has like everyone is cheering for him. All right. They really built him up well. Yeah. He gets a huge victory. He loses it immediately. Uh huh. He has. A, he ends up with a, a rematch against Matanza a couple weeks later. Again, pretty much a squash match. He loses mm-hmm. that. Yeah, Matanza's badass. And, yeah. Okay. But he was one of the biggest stars of the company. His yeah. momentum is completely gone yeah. now. Oh. He was in, He was. He ends up in the uh, the Let trios. Us, yeah. He ends up in the trios tournament. But he's a footnote there. You don't. They barely even talk about him commentary. He's. I. Hmm. I it's, you don't even notice him. So yeah, I, I don't. Uh, like, I, don't I like think to, you're forgetting the storyline okay. that he's in right now. Okay, but he's still barely been featured, considering his start he had at the beginning of the season. What? He's barely being featured right now. He's out injured right now because Worldwide Underground killed him. That's true. In season two. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm still saying, compared to where he started out, I don't think they what ended it, it strong with Wouldn't him. you say when you have a Matanza coming in that you built up, you still need to put him over in the ring and on the show? I say that's, better way that's fine. It didn't necessarily need have... to be for the title. They could have set up a match between those two. He didn't need to lose it right away. I think Zach doesn't I, know I, what I still think he's one of the right I still think he's one of the best guys in the company, and you made him look very weak. Well, he was killed okay, by three well, men. Before you go on to your next point, though, we have to give Casey ample time to, yes. to rebut this I'm just saying, point before the, he gets lost. During the first ten episodes, he was like the hottest superstar there. And then after that, yeah. he, he just kind of disappeared for a while. Okay. Shit's rough in Boyle Heights. So now, Casey, let me ask you this about, mm-hmm. about Phoenix. Do yeah. you think that his push was premature? Or do you think that it was right on time and, and his short run 
worked or didn't work. Like, I know why he had a short run. Him having a short run politically was necessary and made sense, in my opinion. My question for you is, did that work on TV? Because he's I, watching it from the outside. Like, we know why. Yeah, I, I think it worked on TV because it served a couple goals. You had to get the belt off of Mil Muertes. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you're putting the belt on Matanza. You want a transitional champion that's a good guy. But you want a transitional champion that's a good guy that people aren't going to shit on losing and are still going to be behind. People are always going to be behind Phoenix. So he can lose. Animo! See, if he did that to Prince Puma and he lost the title twice, people would be like, Puma's a bitch. I agree. But Phoenix, they know Phoenix is no bitch, my friends. And I think, I think it did serve in the long run to get Phoenix more over. I don't entirely disagree with Zach that it felt a little premature at the time. But seeing where it played he out. Should not, and, at the very least, he should not have been the first person eliminated in that, uh, by Matanza. That was ridiculous. And, and this is, he should have been the last one. This is where I will kind of agree with you. And maybe that is the Ray one place. Ray fucking Mysterio. No, Ray Mysterio. Okay. Well, then, it's, like I said, it shouldn't have been but, for the but title. But at the same time, but Phoenix did not have an impressive run at that moment. He's and, your champion. I don't care if it's Ray Mysterio. He's your champion. He just won the title. And, and the thing is... I think they were doing it for the shock value of Matanza. They wanted Matanza to come in and really just be a destroyer of, of worlds and just completely crush. And there was a he's, point to that. He's but eater maybe, of worlds. But, yeah, eater of worlds, whatever. But at the same time, maybe Phoenix wasn't God propped up enough for that impact to be there for that type of squash to work at that moment. But I don't think that his run was bad at all. I was thoroughly entertained by it. I popped for it big time. And when the belt came off of him, honestly, I got to say, I felt like that was the time to take it off of him. How they took it off of him, maybe not the greatest. You thought they should have taken it off him right after he won it. Like, it was literally the following week. Yeah, absolutely. Why? Absolutely. Because it was just a transition from monster to monster. And See, that's, I, I don't, I think that's goofy. But, but I think, I don't. Obviously, disagree. Lucha Underground ah, is different. Ah, and there's where you're right. Lucha Underground is different. Even and that's though, why it's so awesome, because... Those guys are sitting backstage and they were like, hey, what if we took the belt off our monster and put it on um, another fucking monster? Hey, can I address a little bit of an elephant in the room here? Yeah, go for it. Um, This ending was so good that WWE fucking stole it for the Royal Rumble. Which aired before Aztec Warfare, despite you mean just by Aztec, making it a title match. Uh, by making it a title match, by having the babyface get screwed at the last minute by a new bad guy coming out. Except as Roman the last Reigns number. isn't a babyface, and no one likes. Him. Yeah, but he was supposed oh. to be. This isn't yeah. helping your argument. Yes, it is. And uh, it's not the same thing. No, they definitely. Stole. He didn't lose it literally right after they that. They literally stole this ending because someone MVP'd the plans. And for I'm pretty WWE. sure. <laughs> Didn't the Royal Rumble take place before Aztec Warfare on before TV? It aired, but not, it was like not in real life. Okay, take. and those spoilers were way out there. All of the spoilers yeah. from they the were very Lucha different circumstances, guys. <laughs> you had one guy who was very over with everybody, and then one guy who got booed in the Royal Rumble by the whole audience. Again, it's not that's not the same thing. No, Phoenix, and it was wasn't not, a debuting guy. No, Phoenix was not very very over. On TV, to a casual viewer, he was. Maybe. And that was the whole point. But I'm here to tell you, Phoenix was not very, very over. He was middling over with most of the crowd. And it was mostly the AAA fans. And a lot of the the hipsters and the newer Lucha fans, Phoenix wasn't that over with him at all. They didn't know from Phoenix. They didn't know what was going on. And a lot of them were actually surprised when he got the belt in the first fucking place. But then they started to pop for him. 
And, and I think it was appropriate. I don't think that's the guy you leave the belt on then. And I think it's going to set him up to be a big star for the company four or five years from now. He's Randy Orton in evolution. Okay. I, I, that's fair, but I think they could have told a better story here. They could have told some, they, I feel like we could have had some vignettes about him reeling from that loss that he, that just, just as he, you know, reached the top, he lost it right away. I feel like there could have been some vignettes there okay. of him kind of reeling from that. And we didn't get anything like that. And well, I felt that was a mistake. What's your next point? What's the next one? So Give me the next about- one. Casey, let's talk about your favorite guy. Let's talk about Pentagon. Let's talk about Pentagon. Oh, Jesus Christ. I might have to leave. Billy, get down. Billy! No! No! Holy shit! shit. Facebook down. Catastrophic. Oh, this... They they couldn't handle the uh, the Pentagon. Fucking saboteur of a cat. It went down literally as in Billy Fever just took out the Facebook feed by knocking it over. Wow. That was that was incredible. That was fucked up, man. She's she's not gonna come back out here now. She did a run in and she left. Are there comments on the Facebook feed that we should be addressing? Said uh why isn't Casey's handsome face on camera? <laughs> Holy shit. I So so let's I agree. Let's talk about Pentagon. Okay. Okay, so Pentagon is booking has been interesting this season. Mm-hmm. But let's let's first off they he had a couple of feuds. That were sort of started but never really finished. Let's start off at the beginning of the season. He had a thing with Puma, right? Yeah, which yeah. was really cool. They had a couple matches, but they were never really decisively finished off. Like, uh, he wasn't I, in a program. There was they weren't really a, f- a full program. I, I feel no like more they pinned them both clean and yeah. won the feud. But I feel like they could have gone more. I wanted to see a blow off match between the two. Maybe they're saving it for season three. We'll see. But I would have liked to see more between those two. Oh um, yeah, I agree. I'd really like to see a blow off match between those two. I, I just it just felt weird that they kind of forgot about each other. I'm just saying. And I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Casey's hilarious. Yeah, uh, um, someone Cerro Miedo me in the face. That's but that's not that wasn't really my main issue. My main issue is what happened between Pentagon and Mil Mortes. So let's get back to uh-huh. Aztec Warfare briefly. In the Aztec Warfare episode, obviously Mortis had just lost his title, and uh, there was a segment between uh, Pentagon and Katrina, mm-hmm. where Katrina pretty much said, "Oh, you're not going to be in this match because reasons," um, and and Pentagon didn't really like that, so he attacked Mortis during the match, cost him his chance at the the belt. Right. There was no follow up. They didn't have a match. They didn't even say anything to each other. He just went to Dario the next week, saying, "I want uh, a chance at this new guy Matanza." Yeah. yeah. You know okay. why? Why is there not? Why did Mortis not give a shit? That- he wasn't, hit him with chair. he wasn't in power anymore. He had no he had okay, no say. But in wrestling, when you hit someone with a chair, you should want to beat them up, and it, that starts a feud. That's how wrestling works. Matanza broke Pentagon's back. He had nothing to do, so he went after Matanza instead to get Katrina's okay, power I'm, back. That, that's, sure, that's what happened, but I'm saying... Neil Muertes I'm is saying, the one. To me, what should have happened is Muertes probably should have interfered in that match and gotten back at Pentagon the next week. You see, and cost him that. You would think that if Mil Muertes was the one calling the shots, but it's Katrina that calls the shots. Well, then Katrina's sorry. It just in terms of wrestling, it doesn't make much sense to me that they hinted at something like that very heavily, and then there was no follow up to it. Or is it, there? Okay. Well, sorry. This is season two we're talking about. Um, well, see, but I'm gonna have to agree with Casey to a certain extent. Season two this. hasn't ended yet. Is all I'm saying. In in the fact that I think that. Lucha Underground is a slightly more long-form version of storytelling than what you're used to getting with no, WWE. No, I understand that, but I still because don't think WWE you can use that has excuse the, for everything here. Well, but I, but, but I think that they're intentionally doing that for a very specific reason. 
you got WWE who's got to do like three and four week programs that just arc from pay-per-view to pay-per-view. You've got DJ and, and Roach who are seriously trying to write arc-driven seasonal storylines. And it is new. And I'm not saying that they haven't hit some pitfalls trying to do it. But, you know, having been a, a writer myself on that level and then having done like episodic reality television, I can tell you that there's a, a different thinking that you have to have when you're trying to write a long form, full season arc to something. And especially when you're going to go into the next season with it. I have even commented on this show before that I feel like, oh, my God, are they going to get back to that? This Some of these things play out so long. And I'm here to tell you that, and I'm not going to say which storylines, but there are storylines that were started at the beginning of season two and end of season one that you will not see play out until the end of season three and beyond. You know, there was, in the first season, there was a storyline that started the very first episode of the show that didn't pay off until two episodes from the end where we found out that Puma was working with Dragon Azteca Sr. Right. Uh, one thing I do got to say uh, about the Pentagon thing, and this is really specific, is that it's... Um, Pentagon and Mil Muertes were both uh, directed away from their original goals. Uh, Pentagon's goal is to be the champion. His goal isn't to fuck over Mil Muertes, but he kind of wanted to there uh, because he was fucked out of the match. But his main goal is being champion, so he went after Matanza. you know. And we saw what happened there. Pentagon got destroyed, so his goal when he comes back is killing Matanza. Mil Muertes' goal is killing Matanza. They destroyed each other, um, but Matanza came out on top again. Mil Muertes was in the coffin, but then Cuerno had to stick his nose in shit. Let's get into Muertes. Yes, okay, let's, let's get into Muertes. Um, wow, Mil Muertes is on your list? Okay, I'm not. You gotta Why would Mil Muertes be on your list even at all? Uh, That's one of the stronger points. No, of no, all no. Lucha I would agree with you. I really liked, especially how they started off him on that throne, looking down at everybody, like really intimidating. Yeah, fucking amazing. Yeah, it was great. I, you know, I would have liked to see a little more of that, but I thought I, I, I liked what they did there. Obviously, like I said, For he lost the, the title. To, lost the title to Phoenix. One half. Uh, but the thing is, he lost another casket match this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, should that be his thing? Like, I guess he's the man of a thousand deaths, so maybe he should be losing the what's most. Under- <laughs> Wait, is he going to be resurrected? Okay, is aren't he you be- defending WWE right now? What's Undertaker? No, is he going to be? Is he going to be? Exactly. Is he going to be resurrected every season? Maybe. That's so. stupid. I hope he does. He gets really okay, cool. Is masks he going to change context? Every because season let too. me tell you something, Zach. You can't have a resurrection without an erection. Okay. Oh God. Um, well, I just, I just I think it's goofy if he continues to that. lose like casket matches, which I feel like he should win since he's like Undertaker, but whatever. I don't know. Maybe uh, you should try wrestling Matanza sometime. I think that's what I this mean, is all I, boiling down to. A couple other guys real quickly. Cuerno, I don't have much on. He's you know, obviously he's up and down. He's basically Dolph Ziggler, which is fine. Um, <laughs> wow. Fine for you. My least favorite wrestler. He, he is in exactly wrestling. Dolph Ziggler. He was completely demolished at the last episode. I, I agree with Zach on this Sorry, one. Sorry, he point, is totally to Zach. Oh, he's Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Sorry, uh, he is. I, I would consider him you know, more we'll see, like maybe, maybe Zack Ryder almost. No, 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 no. It's Ziggler. Ooh. He's totally on. Hopefully He's totally he had, money with this hopefully one, Hopefully he has a better showing next season. But, you know, he had some good stuff here, I thought. But up and down. Hopefully he doesn't. Oh, Jesus well, Christ, Justin. <laughs> Come on. Uh, let's see. Um, Brian, on, who's side Mr. Brian Cage. Uh, yeah, I got no beef a, with Cage. Brian Cage, I thought, had a pretty strong season. Cage doesn't mm-hmm. have a first name in Lucha he, uh, Underground, by the know, way. No, he was one of the more doesn't. consistently featured guys here. 
He had a feud mm-hmm. with uh, Johnny Mundo. Uh, he had that brief thing with Chavo. He got the gift of the Gus title. He had a really great match with Matanza. Probably my favorite match mm-hmm. with Matanza mm-hmm. so far. Um, yeah, I got to say, I like I like what they did with Cage this season. They they kept him as a top mid-carder, but let him jump to the top of the card the here thing. and there. He ended like up that. in the exact same spot as he did last season. And well, where else is he going to go? He Again, this is the, this is, this is but, my thing. But this is my this is my thing with how many belts there are in Lucha Underground. How do you make him higher up? He got it. He got the gift of the gods. He could have fought Dragon Azteca or something like that. What? No. He should. He deserved a higher profile match on the card. That's all I'm saying. He shouldn't have. You know, he had another match with Mac this time. He lost, which he I had, like the Mac. Whatever. He had but, Taya. That's as high a profile but, as you, you know. Need. I just I feel like it was just uh, just <laughs> seemed odd to me. He, just seemed odd to me that he didn't have a higher profile match considering that he's. So you're saying that you think the beefier more WWE-ish looking white guy should have gotten a bigger push. Sounds Got like it. someone's a little racist. <laughs> uh, I, see, I've i got no beef with but Cage. But he also said Phoenix, too, in his defense. He said Cage Phoenix is always like my second favorite wrestler in almost every match that he's in. And, and that's okay, well, just that's counting just, singles that's, matches. That's just an opinion. Uh, that's, it just it just seemed odd to me that they just shoved him in like the pre-show of Waltz Malucha, essentially. Um, yeah. Also, I mean, let's... I can get into other things here. Yeah, uh, go for it. I got a lot. I like here. this because I'm gonna bring uh, up Roman Reigns and John fucking Cena. So go for it, buddy. <laughs> okay, man. Um, I think the the first week of Ultima Lucha this season was uh seems like I read a few recaps of it and and uh, people see they brought up this question like what oh was read the, a few recaps yeah. did you watch it did you okay, watch no it? they brought up this point what was the point of the unique opportunity tournament they really it served no purpose. It no, just no, made, it, it was, was a lot of fun. That was just, it was it, it was, was a big it was I'm a big tournament saying, for a swerve to give you in Wagner. terms of it it made yeah but it made those guys look weak like it took an opportunity away okay. from havoc. But I gotta say this and I gotta say this don't, he don't, pretty much you know you, made you those guys look weak. You can't think about the weakness of the performers in in those regards. Performers like because of the lack of belts they do this thing with Dario and these unique opportunities and they throw them out there and it is a little bit hot shotting from time to time but at the same time. The fans of Lucha Underground know that these these gimmicky, fun things are coming. It's the same thing when you hear the No Chance music hit and fucking Vince walks out. You know certain things are going to happen. Hold it's on, the, hold on. This, that's it, what it's. That's the Lucha equivalent. No, but I I'm just, but I'm just, saying that I'm saying that when Dario comes out and gives unique opportunities, the Lucha Underground fans have come to a certain understanding with these things that they are going to be the matches that are fun matches for the fans. And as soon as he says unique opportunity. You're not necessarily caring if it's going to lead to some bigger title picture or something else. You're caring about the fact that it's going to lead to a one-time, fun, super awesome match. It's going to lead to something like someone getting put through a fucking bar set. Which is hilarious. Which is going to lead to a a new Jack-esque, hardcore rules kind of match with stop signs and shit. That is the whole point of it. That's, That's what the performers get out of it. It's like the performers know that they get to be in what is going to most likely be a fan favorite situation. Man, you know there, what there was fucked up about that? anything past it. You notice that the fans were eating the candy out of the pinata? That shit was busted over Cage's head, and his ass was fucking bleeding. You're eating blood candy. Good job. Candy? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, but, but those unique opportunities also give the wrestlers or luchadors it wasn't something. really unique though it was pretty much bullshit he wasn't planning on really giving it to him but when yeah, Dario, if he would have beat wagner he would have got it he, yeah it's not sorry. it's not he beat wagner. Oh, that's another thing i don't i know wagner is a legend i'm sure he was an, is yeah, well deserving of, of the is accolades a choke artist. but to b- debut 50 year old luchador and then have him squash 
you know, some upcoming guys. I don't think that's necessarily the I smartest think, decision. I think that but we've seen that two seasons heat. in a row that Son of Havoc likes to choke at Ultimate but, Lucha. But no, Son of Havoc isn't my favorite guy. I'm just saying in thing. general. Here's, here's, here's the joke like on you. like someone wants to be daughter-in-law the, of the, the presentation of Son of Havoc, and DJ even makes comments about this all the time on his Twitter, is that this guy is supposed to be the ultimate babyface to the point where you almost can't stand how stupidly babyface he is. He's always going to make the babyface choice. He's always going to be in the babyface situation. And he's always going to pay for it in the temple because the temple is no place for that kind of fucking attitude. Yeah, exactly. The temple is going to squash your dreams. The second that that motherfucker said, I'll take the title shot instead of the money, it was like, dude, we love you. You don't belong here. (laughs) <laughs> that was the whole joke I mean the whole thing was a joke it's like oh dummy now you have to get squashed by the 50 year old luchador because you just did the dumbest baby face thing ever Yeah, and that's the whole yeah. joke that will be the joke of the son of havoc character for the next 5 years and it's going to get him so fucking over they keep doing that and if they do it over and over again and if they're consistent and have the gumption to stick with it for a long long time it's gonna be one of the best gimmicks in Lucha Underground that every time he tries to do something heroic it's gonna backfire in his fucking face because the temple is vile and he okay. had to face the doctor of destruction the surgeon of suffering the proctologist of pain Dr. Wagner Jr. Um, bien, 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 right. bien, bien. This isn't really much of like a critique. I'm just curious. Yeah, about most it. of them weren't. Let's talk about. Yes, they were critiques. Uh, let's talk about Tejano. Uh, just brief, Tejano. very, very briefly. So he's the he's the AAA mega champ, right? We know a girl that will fucking to fight you, right? So now he's if you say the he wrong should be a big deal, way. right? Why isn't he a big deal in Lucha Underground? Because he's pretty much because he has a title in another company. Okay. See, so then why Zach, is he there? Let me tell you something, Zach. Um, you don't think he's that big of a deal because you have a penis and you're not attracted towards men. <laughs> that does, the ladies in the audience the fucking love Sexano. Okay, he's a, he should be treated like a bigger deal, like Del Rio was, like Ray was. If he's the big, big champion of well, a triple A, he barely. I barely feel like I treating see him Del Rio much. like that was a fucking mistake. Because what did Del Rio do? Del, uh, ADR cried. is banging some white girl. I'm just in saying WWE he should be now. more than like a, he should he, he should be more than Titus O'Neil in LU. Okay, he should be more than a Titus O'Neil type. Oh uh, shit, Titus okay. O'Neil. He's called Tejano. No. Titus O'Neil. Tejano shows up and he kicks yeah, ass and he has. Did he grab Hefe's arm too hard or something? And get- Here's the thing though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're not going to put a belt on Tejano. No, so not- yes, you can make a big deal out of him. And on commentary, they make a pretty big deal out of him from time to time. He is so fucking over in that temple. Like, yeah, maybe if he comes out against somebody else who's more over, which happens in the temple sometimes, you don't get that pop for him. The but reason dude, Tejano is, is for him in there. Okay, Justin but that's in the this. temple. The you reason have to think of this with casual viewers think logistics, Zach. Triple A wanted him more. You're going to the shows. If AAA wants the guys, they can't do Lucha Underground appearances, and that kind of fucks things a little okay, bit. Okay, no, I'm sure there's, there, and, there are and, issues and with that, thing. and obviously here's, not every guy can be pushed. But here's the, here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. Because he is there for a reason. He is there to capture a certain demographic, and that demographic's not you. It's not the American WWE or wrestling fan. He is really there to capitalize on the Latino female market that exists for him in the United States, which is huge. They know him from AAA. They respect him from AAA. They don't need to see a lot from him to get those eyeballs and those viewers. He's not the guy that's going to win you over. He's not there for I mean, that. They that's don't, fair. They, and I, and, I and so why push him? Utilized. But if they start pushing him like that, they're wasting 
that space for someone who will get over with you, like maybe Morrison or, or Jack Evans or somebody else that is more appealing to an American smarter wrestling fan. Tejano is not there for you. He's just not. He's not there for me either. I have grown to like Tejano a lot more than when he first debuted. When he first debuted, I was kind of like, eh, he is the AAA Mega Champion. Send him fucking back. I don't care about him. I don't care about God. Alberto Del Rio. Send these Damn, guys out of here. cold fucking blooded, but, man. But That's Tejano. What did Tejano, he do to you? But Tejano totally won me over because okay, Tejano good, wasn't good. there for me. Mm-hmm. They weren't booking him for me. They weren't pushing him towards me. They weren't doing right. anything with Tejano for me. So I had no reason for Tejano to get over with me. Just like what he's saying. There's no reason for this man to like Tejano necessarily. He but, hits people with a fucking bull rope. Man, what I'll tell you what. Yeah, that so, match with Daga yeah, put him over yeah. for me. That and was a great they match. Gave him, they did give him one of those uh, video packages to show how yeah, badass like the, bar, the, bar dudes, yeah. the bar fight thing. And, and that's a big deal. Paid off later <laughs> in the season with the bar fight. Yes. Exactly. Well, let's, well, let me talk. Let's, uh, but Tejano, get, I'm just saying... If, since you're happens. watching Lucha anyway, stay open to Tejano because I think that you're going to see, yes, he's not going to be at the top of the card in Lucha, which is weird considering he's at the top of the card somewhere else. But at the same time, he's going to start entertaining you more and more. And I think that they are learning what to do with him on the show to make it good and worth it since politically they can't do what they want okay. to put him That's at the top fair. of the card. And it's and it is, it's different. W, Vince can do whatever he wants with these people. You know, you got to look at the fact that Lucha Underground has certain restrictions. Like they have half of this talent that is working in AAA. It's the same thing that we were talking about with Phoenix before. They can't leave the belt on that guy for a long time because they don't know if AAA is going to yank him or if his gimmick's going to yeah. last. It's not. It's not a Lucha gimmick. They That's can only why I'm so a little much. concerned about Pentagon winning the Latin American title in AAA. But um, you know, we still got up think until he's season next four. Week? We, we've got season no, four No, no way. Pentagon's totally going to win next year. week. No, I don't mean that. I uh, mean, like, by the time season four rolls around, how much are we going to get Pentagon if he's I still I feel like I'm in the temple right got... now. So yeah, well. I know. There's fucking valid um, promoters sweating Okay, let out. me talk about another... Yeah, turn on the air conditioner, Larry. Uh, another issue I had with Lucha... I mean, this... Maybe they're... I don't know if they're contractual issues with these guys, but why weren't... Uh, Drago and Aerostar like on the season much at all. They were in like three episodes. I counted on Wiki. They were literally wrestled three matches. Yeah, well, they, it was AAA stuff. They weren't in. Okay, it could have been that, Visa stuff. And, too, and, and honestly, we would show up at the temple, and especially after the the push that Drago got the first season, I'm going to agree parts with this of the first season. It was really weird because we would show up there on the weekends and be like, "Where, where, where's fucking Drago?" Where's that? Where are these yeah. gimmicks? Three yeah, episodes. to the point. I, I just figured Aerostar was hurt because he gets hurt. And like he's hurt now. But they didn't just yeah. do this with those guys. Pentagon. They purposely did a kayfabe injury and they kept him out for like half the season. Yeah. He was injured on March 30th, didn't wrestle again to June 8th. He's the most popular guy but in, he, your promo- in your show. Why would still you got keep segments. him out that long? Yeah, he, was, he, was he was still on the show and strong Okay, in segments. segments. But he didn't wrestle. I'm just saying it's an odd decision to me to keep I, your most popular it, guy Let's out. put it okay. this way. That's not a fair thing because I know the answer and I can't talk about it right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't care. Okay, if they're gonna do an injury angle, they should have done it later on, so he wasn't out as long. I wanted to see him wrestle more. I didn't get to see there, him wrestle. There are legal reasons that are beneficial to Lucha Underground that they didn't. Let's just put it that way. Still okay. Still a problem with this season, in my opinion. Um, oh no, it's this season. You'll you'll find out. You know. Uh, like I said, Agreed. I feel like most of these issues to me. <laughs> 
Where because season two was shorter than season one, they didn't have enough time to build feuds to me. I don't feel like the builds alts Malucha Dose has been that great. The matches were kind of they didn't really hype them a well, lot of the stuff up okay, until like the okay. last few weeks. But but if we're gonna talk length, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dispute that. Maybe I think that Lucha Underground pushed off. really hard. The writers were on a long stretch there. They kind of went back to back with a lot of stuff. They went on a long haul. This season was shorter. I don't exactly know why the pickup was for less episodes, but maybe they were trying something out. Keep in mind, this is the first time somebody's trying to do a wrestling TV show in a long time as episodic seasonal television. And season three is longer but than But I will say one. this. I will say this. Everything that you will point out about what is wrong with Lucha Underground uh, being shorter this season, I will say conversely that the fact that WWE especially doesn't take breaks and pushes everybody so hard is way more detrimental and worse to their storylines than anything Lucha Underground no, is doing should, with their schedule. No, I agree. They scheduling. should be like an off-season after WrestleMania well, for but a couple then, months. And probably. that's the thing. And that's why I have to give the point to Lucha Underground is like, yeah, they may not have ironed out the kinks in season two, but I think it's a far better system so far. Now, they're going to have issues too, like losing talent in the off-season, weird switches and things like that, that they have to deal with and keeping viewers' interest. That's going to be tricky. But at the same time, man, like... You look at WWE going into WrestleMania, like half their fucking roster was out. No, you know? honestly, they no WrestleMania was not a strong WrestleMania. No, it was like one of the worst ones. Yeah, in, no, it in was weak. Fifteen, twenty years, it was uh, terrible. I went to WrestleMania two thousand. That one was pretty bad. Well, that's fifteen or twenty years. <laughs> yeah, it's like Fuck, the worst one since then. Thanks for making me feel old, Justin. Fuck. <sighs> it's just true. So look, schedule wise, I got to give that point. I, mm-hmm. I can't. I, I got to say that that's that's a point in the lucha. Check mark it still category. made the season weaker just because there were scheduling issues doesn't automatically like i'm just saying it, it still made the season weaker because guys that were prominently featured in the free season just weren't there if you're a casual viewer and you don't know that stuff it just it comes across it doesn't come across well you know there needed to be a reason they weren't there i won't oh. disagree and i will say this i think that some of exactly what you're saying has been addressed by lucha underground Okay. You got you got to watch the uh, the missing posters in the police office. Another a thing. Look, another <laughs> another thing. This is just brief. Uh, let's vampiro. Um, oh god. Oh don't. Why is his character? Okay, oh, behind no. it. Okay. Okay. He's gonna hear so, this. I'm just no. telling you right so now. He's he, gonna hear this. Like the very. Be- <laughs> he's already mad. Vampiro, if you're listening, much respect, sir. <laughs> Okay, but beginning of the season, like you have these vignettes. He's cause like uh-huh. he's a badass. He beats mm-hmm. up dudes, whatever. He's on medication. Why is as a commentator, his character is so different from that. I know. I guess he's on meds, which right. we didn't really see. Except he the has beginning a of the season split and the last personality. Why but was mankind just, so different from dude? It's just, love? it's weird it's to me. And I, you know, it doesn't bother me that much. I just, it's weird. I, and you know, he's okay as a commentator. I feel I'm like sorry, he, you have no sympathy for the mentally ill. I feel Ill. like he. Uh, he watches the matches a little too intently sometimes because Striker has to be has to go like, "Hey, Vampiro, what do you think of that?" He goes, "That just happened." Oh, sorry, that man, just I, happened I, this last I'm week. Just, it's I, it's yeah. a subtle thing because when but, he sees violence, he gets excited. Okay, okay, well, let me pull back the curtain in case you don't know. Vamp is one of the main agents at Lucha Underground, also, and there are times when he'll be sitting there on commentary, and especially one of his matches. He will be watching it slightly differently mm-hmm. than the average commentator would be. I mean, it's I more noticeable there. Yeah. You know but, what? Yeah. It goes back to like when Vince was doing commentary in WWE and you could see that there were times when it wasn't quite the way that oh. he wanted, where he was like ready to jump out of what his a fucking chair and, and like he starts blowing the commentary and he doesn't call the moves and you can tell that Vince is a little bit aggravated with what's supposed to be going on. He didn't As, know a lot of the moves, especially, anyway, especially at the very end of, of his commentating run. 
And you can see that from Vamp. And like we've been there in a temple a few times. You'll see Vamp just jump up out of his seat and like Striker will be on his own for a couple of minutes. And it is it is when you hear it at home a little disjointed yeah. at times. But it's him pumping up the crowd. He's him, running around getting us to cheer more. And and the thing is, I mean, he's pulling a lot of details because what Vamp really is, is he's the heart and soul of what happens during a taping. He really is. I no, mean, I like Vampiro. No, just, no, and I'm, I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying I'm agreeing that it's disjointed I'm in a certain way. But, <laughs> but here's what I really like about his character. And going into the finale of season one and coming into who knows what we're going to get next week. Um, besides me, um, <laughs> just you, thing, Justin, this, just you. well, you too, this thing in maybe Byron, if he was paying attention, this what's, thing what's with happening? Vampiro, it has you on the edge of your seat wondering if he is going to snap, if he is totally mental, like you're asking yourself as a casual viewer of the product, you're asking yourself, why is this guy keeping it together? If he's supposed to be this crazy fucker, if he's supposed to be the maestro, and then you're getting I, these I weird mean, I would segments. Be asking, I would be asking myself that if they actually kind of had a little more vignettes of him having to keep it. They showed it at the beginning of the season with the pills. Did they? Or there's was there anything else? But here, pills is, okay, the so isn't this, isn't this crazy to you? So he'll be sitting at the desk. Then the episode goes off the air. Then all of a sudden you see him, and in his lair, dressed up as the crazy vampiro. Then beating the shit out of Pentagon. Okay, yeah, they did that, but I'm... Or you see him getting but Katrina's still, no, face so you're not and seeing, back But down. you're not seeing where it diverges, right? Right. Yeah. You don't think that's intentional? I mean, I feel like they made it such a thing with the medication at the beginning. They could have cut back to that at some point before last week. Well, the payoff was, the payoff was here. Or and this the, week. Uh, this, again, I think is the difference between what you get in a WWE and what you're getting here in Lucha Underground where these guys are doing something to to get a reaction out of you much much later than you would expect normally. all right well that was kind ahead. of the uh the main stuff i had on lucha underground in terms of my oh. booking like i said i'm a writer like casey we went to the same school uh, uh i got a higher degree just so you people <laughs> it hasn't helped me very much <laughs> still an mfa damn I, I, mfa and screenwriting point, point is really Zach. pointless so is a ba honestly Let's, right. let's not mince um, Here's So, so okay, before so you get into WWE... I'm saying, I'm saying, as a writer, these kind of booking issues probably bug someone like me, maybe more than a casual viewer, but I still think having wrestlers kind of disappear for long periods of time, stretches, I don't think having Pentagon out that long was necessarily smart. I obviously said there's some background back, you know... Well, no, I mean, look, there, it doesn't matter. If there's, there's reasons um, for everything, and if you don't like it when you see it on TV, you don't like it. You know, and I, that's, I and that's good, always a problem. I, I, I know a lot of people think season one is stronger, and I'm just trying to say, I want a season I want season three to be the best one. So uh, It is. Yeah. Okay. It's like, honestly, it's no brainery to even say it, with no spoilers at all i just saying i felt like they had to rush a couple of things like and not get into full I, things like I, the mortis thing i compare the puma thing they kind of just skimped season, on those to me season three of lucha underground is going to be like 1997 for ecw yeah it's going to be on that level it's yeah. going to it's going to be something that Agreed. is a legacy in wrestling for a long long time that people look back to and say you know, there's going to be a whole new generation that's going to be like, damn, that's when I started liking wrestling. I do think you guys should look more into what other people are responding. Because you guys go to the tapings. You're really part of the community. And I know it's no, like no, to be a part at, of a I wrestling community like says. that. I do. You know, but it's not necessarily getting as, you know, positive feedback from everybody. And I think you need to, you know, they yeah, need to look see, at what the everyone's problem saying. Is, the problem is that but I obviously go, they have I, a niche I look, audience. I look at what you know? these other people are saying 
And then these are the same people that are trying to tell me that Bailey is going to be over on the main roster like she is in NXT. <laughs> and then I turn it off. And then I'm just like, this person doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Bailey? And that's and that's that's my problem. You know, there and believe me, we are hands down the most realistic show about Lucha Underground that's out there because a lot of other people and God bless them I listen to all of them they will mark out to the the point of of being blind to the faults in Lucha Underground that's yeah. not suck us. it feels that's definitely not us no nah, i'm just kidding um <laughs> But and there's other ones that are way worse than than the heels. No, are. no. See, they actually feel that way though. They're not. No, being it's totally delusional. Right. And and the heels have a reason to be, you know, more into the product than a lot of people because they've met and they talked to and interviewed so many of these guys. They're not going to be. I thought mad you were going to say or, because they're paid shills no, for the show. No, no. Yeah. But 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 they are. And in, in, in the fact that they're paid in love and respect to a certain extent that other people haven't gotten by the fact that they were the first like lucha only dedicated podcast. Yeah. They're going to have a certain love awesome. for the product yeah. and and talk about the product a different way with a certain reverence that the rest of us don't need to be afforded. No, and time, Urban wouldn't be watching wrestling if it wasn't for Lucha Underground. Correct. He right. said that a million correct. times. Correct. I wouldn't be either. I wouldn't be yeah, either. Yeah, I probably wouldn't extent. be either really. But and that's and, and that's the difference with with us. Casey, would you be watching people. it if Pentagon Junior was not there? And I've asked him this question because Pentagon I don't, could I'm not, go away. Yeah, I'm not sure you would, my friend. No, I would because I like other people there. Pentagon's my favorite, but, you know. You would not I, watch it religiously. I, I watched, doubt you would go to all the tapings. I watched AAA religiously before Pentagon Jr. was even a character. We'll find out. You know how? You know what the easy test is? <laughs> Pentagon. Pentagon's fighting for the belt next week. Okay. If by some strange fucking coincidence Pentagon loses if Casey stops watching or keeps watching after that that'll be the that'll test never, of his resolve that will never fucking happen do you, want, do you guys want to get into I, WWE gotta, do you want to do this I, I, do? I do but first first I Casey, only got a couple things I need to say about WWE I want to know well, I want to know why though, I watch WWE I want to know what what your why you watch lucha um, before we get into WWE before we leave the lucha part of this, tell me why lucha is great to you. Why why this man should think <laughs> that lucha is better than WWE? Okay, see, I've been a I've been a lucha libre fan before I was a lucha underground fan, and that that's not the same for everybody. But uh, what attracts me to lucha underground is seeing luchadors fuck each other up in fucked up situations. I think wrestling shouldn't be like a couple pretty boys fucking tickle budding in the ring. I think to to use a phrase from J Man, I think you did use it. I I think that wrestling should be two fucking crazy looking dudes that I could not see walking down the street or in an underwear catalog, and they should be wanting to do fucked up things to each other and doing those fucked up things for my entertainment. I want to watch wrestling, and I want to see some shit that I've never seen before, or just, like, I, I don't know. There's There's been some matches that I've been to, and I, I, I can't go to a wrestling match and enjoy it unless I feel like I'm going to get killed by the wrestlers now. Yeah, but you're a masochist, Casey. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but honestly, that's who Lucha Underground's for. I mean, it's... It's no, not for the, the eight-year-old kids. Can definitely... I just say I'm part of the reason that on television they portray the crowd as a bunch of bloodthirsty savages? You were the one of the first bloodthirsty savages. And <laughs> I fucking love that. Because, yes, I was chanting for Pentagon to break Sexy Star's arm. I just want to clarify there. I honestly, I'm, I'm honestly going to say this. 
I think if it were not for you and J Ray and a couple other people, I do not think Pentagon would be as over as he is. Period. In I don't all of know. America, I don't. I know you don't want to give yourself credit for it. See, I'm giving you credit for it because he I was think, selling shirts before I was even there. I and I get that. And and the Parastamal thing was great. And 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 he. I'm not saying he's not over, but if you look at where he is in Mexico compared to where he is in Lucha Underground right now. There is something extra to it. It is the fucking temple that put him mm-hmm. over and the loudest motherfuckers in the temple screaming his name and wearing his shit yeah, right maybe. in the front goddamn row were you and J-Ray for that fucking Andy. first season and we've, Byron on, on occasion. We've yeah. got something special for next week. Just oh, did, you, did you come out with some shit? I actually saw a little tease of some of that on, on tonight or this week's episode. Yeah. You uh, can see it right in the opening shots. There's a few of the uh, oh, signs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, my, I'm really proud of my Pentagon Matanza <laughs> yeah. sign. Look look for he, us. He used uh, like five permanent red ink markers. You saw us a little I bit did. this week. We're right in the front row on the Dario side at the bottom of the steps. Yeah, uh, that's where we'll be next week, too. Yeah, I think... Lady J saw us or somebody saw us and was like, oh shit, there's the whole fucking MMM show and yeah. heels and everybody. It was Lucha Clicktastic. That was the best one where all of us got to sit yeah. right in the fucking front. No, you know what? It sucked because Urban wasn't there. Urban oh, was the only one yeah. though. Like Jimmy even said Missed he him. sat on our side that day. Fucking Vic. Yeah. Other Vic. Everybody was fucking there. It was amazing. That yeah. was the way, to me, that's the way the crowd should be every time. It should be us. Plus Urban. And and maybe Zach Johnny on one side with uh, the Rosas family, and then the other you know, side should be all honestly those cats. though. I kind of like sitting on the side where the commentators are now because I don't get fucking slammed into every time someone does a run in. Oh, because that kind of happened. Best fun. All right, so WWE. Um, <laughs> I think we're all agreed it's not that good, and that's the end of the show for yeah. the yeah. All right, thanks for listening, guys. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Uh, let me tell you why I watch WWE, mm. WWE, and there's a very good reason for that. I want to have sex with Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> He's not editing out of the show. If you keep pausing, I'm going to keep putting stuff like that in there. Okay, so let me take you back, uh, gentlemen, to January 22nd, 2005. The day I started watching wrestling. No, January. T- I had pretty much uh, stopped watching WWE at this point. I was about fourteen. I wasn't really interested in the product. Jesus Christ, world. Yeah. You know, I thought I was debating Casey. This is a- I got I got stuff on you, Byron. So I would stop that. I- You're the reason I challenged you guys. So get ready. Underhanded tactics here. This is not fair. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna talk over this. So yeah, so it's 2005. It wasn't really interested in the product. You don't have it in a, in your headphones right now. Really fucking loud. It's good though. It's alright. I, I got him later on for saying some pretty stupid shit. So, <laughs> so do we every week. I, yeah. How fucking long is this song? No, I like it. You guys, you guys know I, I'm like not a Roman Reigns fan, right? So sounds like lies. Why are you wearing a shirt? I'm not wearing a shirt. It's not a shirt. It's a vest. He's wearing a vest. 
I don't think Reigns is bad, to be fair. Oh, man. What were you saying? Believe okay. that. So, January 22nd, 2005. 2005, 14. I didn't uh, watch WWE that much. I kind of dropped out of the product. I wasn't really interested in what they were doing. But my dad had discovered a little SoCal indie promotion uh, that was based out of Los Feliz. And uh, he said, hey, let's, it looked like they're doing some fun stuff. Let's go there. That promotion is called Pro Wrestling Gorilla, otherwise no, known as part PWG. Hmm. It is part of this debate. Hmm. So Keep I going. went so January twenty second, my first PWG show, mm-hmm. and uh, what PWG did is it introduced me to a lot of uh, truly amazing wrestlers. Mm-hmm. On this first show, like Brian uh, Cage, I was first introduced to a guy uh, known as uh, the American Dragon. Never heard he of him. He fought uh, Chris Hero. Uh, no, some fat guy. American Chris Dragon is uh, is known by a couple other names. Mm-hmm. One being Brian Danielson, the other being the Yes Man himself, Daniel Bryan. I saw him in front of like. 200 people, maybe, in 2005. Mm-hmm. I saw okay. him in the NWA Hollywood, about 10 people, maybe. Wait, so you like Daniel Bryan? Of course. And then, isn't this one of the guys that went to WWE and had one of the shortest careers known to man because the product not, pretty much ate him up and chewed him a, up and uh, spit him out? Remember when Kane be, was stalking happened, him and he couldn't change a tire? That happened on the indie scene when he hit a bunch of concussions from WWE and he had a shit ton of concussions. It was not WWE that ended his career. And he had a pretty long, he had a good run there. Doesn't he use and a he composting had one of the best toilet? WrestleMania moments ever. So let's get back on track, guys. Didn't he marry a Bella twin? Okay, PWG. Fast okay. forward another year later, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I remember another card. This card was amusingly called Card Subject to Change 2. Mm-hmm. That first show was actually Card Subject to Change 1, the first one. But I saw a bunch of other wrestlers there. Uh, one Fergal Davitt, one El Generico, uh, an AJ Styles, a Kevin Steen, a Mr. Claudio Castagnoli. What do these guys have in common? They're all in the WWE now. If you told me uh, 10 years ago, those guys would be in the WWE. Oh, no Gener- one would have believed you. El Generico except maybe, is in except, WWE. No, no. Yeah, Generico, Generico, I stand with second. Generico is, uh, bless his soul, still in Mexico tending to orphans over there. So Actually, Kevin Steen told me he died. Yeah. He's, he's not dead. It was like out of the movie The Outsiders. He was yeah. pulling orphans out of a burning building. And he I didn't interrupt you guys. <laughs> I think I've been interrupted a few times. <laughs> Okay, keep going. Keep going with your list of jobbers. I, I said guys, Casey. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Point keep Zach. keep. Uh, that's a really long list of jobbers you have there. Oh yeah. It was John Cena in PWG or Roman Reigns? They're not um, jobbers. A, AJ Styles is a very. I'm just high saying. Level ten jobber. years ago, except for, except for <laughs> maybe JTTS. except no, for maybe like Styles is ex- a TNA talent. Except for maybe Claudio. No one. At those shows, thought any of those guys would ever be in WWE. So to see guys that I saw right in front of me with like a very small crowd, this was when they were at the Jewish Community Center, not uh, American Legion Hall where they are now, where they're well, why like. Why would the, you want to biggest... see them in WWE? Because that's they... like a curse. That is that curse. is my question. It is also. guys that have worked their ass off to make it in the industry, and they've reached. But see, and and this might be the difference between the Lucha fan and where you're coming from, because. My my thought is, man, I'm seeing some of the best up and coming talent in the world right now. When I watch Lucha Underground, I'm going, God dang it! I hope these guys never fucking end up in WWE. And that's how like, I feel when, when I watch NXT. When the started about yeah. it, I was like, oh fuck, they're gonna take Ricochet. That sucks. I would rather him stay here. You know, like I don't I, see I the don't thing is, all those guys I mentioned, they're all doing really well. They're like in big feuds. Mm. They're prominently featured. They're and in are the they, card. Are was... they as entertaining to you in WWE? Daniel Bryan included. Are they as entertaining to you there as they were in PWG? Uh, 100%. 
What? Lies. A hundred percent. Fallacy. Sammy would, fucking would... Zane, really? Cesaro job guy? Cesaro has done stuff in WWE. Honestly, he's been better than what I, I saw from Cesaro, him on the indie scene. Way, he's been he's improved immensely I, since I say his this, indie days. I, I the say king's a wrestling, time. Zach. The king's he's, a he's wrestling. Impro- he's something better. I, I say this all the time, and Jimmy and I talked about this last week, too, is that I think Cesaro... I feel so bad for Cesaro in WWE right now because he's so awesome. He and is I, awesome. The but crowd I don't loves think, him. Yeah, and, but, and I think with the brand slit is going to help guys like him. Oh, God, no. And and the thing to me is that like on the indies or Japan or even Ring of Honor, anywhere else, Cesaro would be so fucking over. I know he needs he the is fucking over. paycheck. No, he's Do not you, over. He's yes, he tolerated. Is. Everyone loves him. He gets big cheers every time he comes uh, out. No, they, they like the uppercut, and he like the big swing. But so does, they so like does him. John Cena. I don't know. I feel like Roman he's stuck Reigns. in a rut there when he's never going to get any more than uh, he's getting How often right do you now. watch WWE? Yeah, uh, you know? Right now, weekly. Let's, let's put it this way. I have been watching wrestling for 30 years. And this Damn, year... This year or last year was the year that I said, Fuck you, WWE. I'm done. Well, you picked the right year. Hopefully, you didn't watch Mania. Oh, no, I did. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just yeah. saying, I feel like... I came back a little from bit. From 10 I'm years sorry. ago, when I pretty much wasn't watching, they've taken a lot of strides WWE. They're doing a lot of different things. And they have NXT, which has been a huge success. I know you guys don't watch it, no, but it's NXT really good. good. And honestly, the takeover shows are really good. I think the matches they put on there are better than uh, pretty much anything I've seen in Lucha Underground. Okay, but... but okay, so you're uh, an NXT They're fan. doing the Cruiserweight Classic. I don't think you guys have talked about that too much yet. And that's uh, a really, really cool thing that I think I, you guys should highlight. I agree. A lot of wrestlers and unknown wrestlers are, are getting chances in I, that tournament. I know all along of them. Along with some of the best wrestlers. No, I don't think you do. All of them. They're getting a chance where, though? Even Chileans. They're getting a chance to prove themselves to the biggest company in the world right they're getting the chance Biggest to wrestling prove company themselves in the world. to the company to vince's fucking nutsack and his giant ego they're getting their chance to i want to on hold on hold on the inter- inter- okay i, I want to know this one. i want to know this you want to talk mm-hmm. some fucking facts you want to talk some facts what are the average weekly ratings of a lucha underground compared to how many eyeballs are actually seeing the cruiserweight fucking tournament on the wwe network i want to know who is not a fucking <laughs> smark who is watching well, they've the just fucking... aired the first episode like yesterday, so right. there's no way to have those numbers. No, yet. but we'll have we'll have them, and they won't give us all the fucking numbers because they'll WWE just say they did well or they didn't do well. But is my, what we'll get. but yeah, but what 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 it's good? Probably comparable, honestly. I don't what know. What good is the exposure? What good is the exposure? It's good because you're getting seen by all the, t- it's the talent good scouts. It's good because you're getting no, seen by the doing it. Here's why they're doing it. You do that wrestling to PWG. Hold on, hold on. They're trying to keep Smarks on board. Don't be fooled by the work. They're working you. They're trying to keep Smarks on board with their overall fucking product by throwing you a bone. They're like, hey, let's do a cost-benefit analysis. How much would it cost us to throw a fucking Smarky-ass cruiserweight tournament, bring in a couple of low-level guys that are up-and-comers, not even the best cruiserweights in the world, the best available cruiserweights that we don't have to pay shit. Some of them are the best. Some of them are very, very... But they're also, they're they're piggybacking on the Lucha World Cup and the best of the... Ter- this tournament looks much better than the Lucha and World Cup. Oh no, no, I didn't. I didn't Any like that one. But that's a, but L- that's Lucha an established tournament and of the biggest stars in the world. That this is a, this is a, they're dipping their toe in the the water. I just here, think okay? I, I just think it's, it's a, I think it's a dick tease to drag along Smarks. And don't get me wrong, I'm I'm gonna watch it. I'm totally gonna watch it, and I'm totally gonna pop for some of it. But at the same time, I don't kid myself about the greater impact of it. The average WWE fan could give a shit and maybe i'm saying the average wwe maybe. fan is not the same as it was 10 years ago it'll it be much more smart heavy than oh, it used thanks to, be. to full sale maybe but look 
the average WWE fan might get to see a piece of one of these matches when one of these guys four years from now finds their way onto the main roster and they do a background story one week on Raw. This will be fucking background footage one time that anybody ever about, sees. I agree because they're putting stuff on their YouTube. They're tweeting. They tweet up. Tweet, they're tweeting about all this stuff. They're putting Who on their Facebook. Who does that go to? Who does that WWE go to? fans? Nerds. Really? You think that the average, you know, WWE fan that uh, knows apparently the New average Day WWE fan has Cena. no internet connection and does just watches them on TV and no, nothing else? No, they got they got big followings, and so does Lucha Underground with the with the online fans. But those are fucking smarks. Those are I'm the not people arguing who pay the bills. Lucha Underground here. I'm talking about what WWE. Okay. Is well, I, I'm, I'm I saying that you like it. I'm saying that you like it, but you are smarter than the average WWE fan, and I'm saying that. What what is doing it for t- you? I'm, there are definitely I'm, problems in WWE. Uh, but I gotta tell you, biggest problem for me in WWE is, uh, is parody booking because they have guys trade wins and losses too much. They've been yeah. doing better with that lately. Get ready for more of it with five hours of television a week. But yeah, live, um, I do have to say, I used to work with a guy that's the fan that Justin's talking about. He thought wrestling was real. Yeah, they're still out there. And this was about the a time. This wasn't a long time ago. This was like when Jeff Hardy and CM Punk were feuding. Oh no! I, a couple years ago, I was channel surfing um, with some friends, and NWA Hollywood I think popped up, and I watched it for a minute, mm. and then it's bad. And then one of my friends realized that <laughs> realized then that wrestling was fake. They're not fighting for real. Oh some people don't yeah. know still, but <laughs> which is Antonio Noki sold the Koreans on wrestling well, being let me, real. Let me refute a couple things here, Byron. What? You're honestly the reason I challenge you guys because you made a couple statements on an episode a few weeks back that I thought were sort of uh, ridiculous. I, I, I stand behind. Stand in line. Okay, so let's talk about June 24th. You guys were talking briefly about the Ricochet. <laughs> June 24th. Yes, I was drunk that day. <laughs> Probably. I think Probably. you were. You're talking about the Ricochet Osprey thing and talking about Ricochet maybe heading to WWE, which is gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, well, event said, at some point. You said WWE doesn't want their guys to sell anymore. They don't. Casey chimed in with fuck WWE at this point. They go in, they do their entrances, fuck the kids WWE. cheer, they hit some of their spots, they say their catchphrases, then everyone gets up and smiles and walks out of the ring. Now that sounds like a house show, first of all. That never that would not they, happen. No, on they TV. put better matches on oh, it. Yeah, the house shows are where they were. But sounds like Raw this week. WWE doesn't want their guys to sell anymore. Did you actually watch the Gift of the Gods match where Mariposa took a Death Valley driver on the apron and still finished the match just fine? Do you have... He has that, a problem with that, too, though. I, they would be stretched. She like would have that. been stretched out in it, WWE. There's no way you take a bump that big and not sell the fuck out of it. That, that was, was ridiculous. I raced that point every single time. He has I've that said it with, on the podcast, and I said it. I also mentioned it when, um, when Austin Aries said it to Shinsuke because that should be a stretcher spot. Wrestlers in the temple so, are superhuman. Here's the other quote. There's a lot to this one, but there's mainly one certain uh, part of this that I wanted to talk about. You said, you're talking about WWE, and you said, it's a great gig. It's a full-time gig. You barely wrestle, and most of your job is being a representative of the wrestling industry, which is true. Doing appearances at hospital signings, this and that. WWE is a great, it's a great gig, and if you can make enough and you don't have that desire to go on and expand yourself as a performer, said that. you know, mm-hmm. it's good. But a lot of people go there, they don't get the TV time to really fill what they do, and they don't like it, they end up leaving. Sure, that, that the last part happens mm-hmm. with some wrestlers like Cody Rhodes. They barely wrestle. That's false as shit. They wrestle all the time. They wrestle more than anybody in the world. They have, they they need to wrestle less if anything. No, no, no. no. Mexican um, wrestlers wrestle more than anybody. They they the run. Okay, they still wrestle a ton. 
But you come out for like a two minute match, including they, entrances on, on. They do not TV. do two minute match. Lucha Underground might do two minute matches. They do not do two minute matches. Raw, Raw and really? SmackDown have short matches. Uh, if anything, they probably should have some more squash matches on WWE to build some guys up. Um, but here's the thing that I want to talk about most of all. If you don't have the desire to go on and expand yourself as a performer, I, I think they are expanding themselves as performers in WWE. I really do. I, because they have to. I know. They don't restrict their movesets as much, but Wait, they have to refine who they are on the indie scene. You, I don't know how you can say that when time after time, all these retired wrestlers will tell you about their runs in WWE at whatever period in time, and they will I say it's, it's a horror s- story for expanding themselves but as performers. You're like, just your cog. Constantly. In a, you're more of a cog I, in I a still machine think there. Not, no, you tell me. Refining yourself me, as a performer. But I tell me. see plenty what, of indie guys and what they do and what they do in the Tell me what wrestler spotty. has gotten to the other side, who's gotten to the other side, who has had a successful run, who comes out the other side and is like, yeah, I really feel good about what I did there and blah, blah, blah. They'll tell you about this match or that match. Or I had, they'll tell you about their great WrestleMania moment or their Survivor Series moment. They'll tell you about the one big thing. But if you talk to them about their overall career, like go ask Brett Hitman Hart what he thinks about his overall career. Go ask Mick Foley. Go ask The Rock at this point they, in time. They are they expanding back, themselves. They're they, expanding themselves uh, on no, the, on, the rock, as talkers on the mic. They don't have to do that much stuff like that in the indies. They don't have to tap into that yeah and i'm sure i'm sure Dwayne johnson would say yes i learned some invaluable skills at that point in time in his life but i'm here to tell you when he writes his memoir fucking 30 years from now he's going to be talking a whole lot more about how awesome it was to be a movie star than it was to be a wwe performer for expanding himself as a person i actually have a quote if he didn't expand himself as a performer in wwe he would not be a movie star no no he worked his ass off in wwe and expanded himself but it wasn't some fulfilling part of his WWE life. as a whole now. Yeah. Yeah. But The Rock is such a special, you know, special circumstance. Yeah. But what I, I think you're going to have some guys, you're going to have a guy like John Cena or someone who gets to, he gets successful enough where he gets, gets to call his own shots, mm-hmm. do his own thing. But then you'll have a guy like Dolph Ziggler who is good Sucks. at what he does. No. And it, he's good enough at what he does, and mm. people do like him, but he doesn't get to really mm. do much with it. But do people he still really has, like him. He still has a good job. He still is featured, but he doesn't really do anything of significance. And he definitely doesn't get to have a lot of pride in his wrestling. Well, not now. Like he's had certain moments. His when he beat Del Rio, that was amazing. When he beat Randy Orton, that was amazing. Mm. But he, you know, there there are more guys, I think, that this is all cogs, he knows, they become though. cogs in the machines. And, you know, they can't get beyond that. Like Zack Ryder, he's the, like the rock of that group where he's such a special circumstance. He found lightning in a bottle and he got over and he got this connection with fans that WWE wasn't. You know, allowing him to do, it but there's a lot of but there's a lot of guys who, who like Wade Barrett. He's a talent, and he just he kept jobbing his whole career, and they would kind of portray him as important, but they wouldn't let him be important, and he had to leave. No, I think obviously it doesn't work out for certain guys, but I do think when you go to WWE, you have to. I think in terms of wrestling, the actual wrestling, I think they. It's exp- they are expanding themselves in terms of the in-ring stuff because I think indie wrestling oftentimes is very it's too much it's 
too many kickouts, and it, it's too spotty. I think Lucha Underground has a tendency to be a little spotty. Um, well, it's Lucha Libre. Yeah, but that's Lucha. That's a different style. But I, I, yeah, for they've my actually taste, probably toned it down taste, some from you know, a lot of Lucha. You know, yeah. I, I I prefer kind of WWE style where I can digest digest things a bit more. Uh, you know, more technical kind of stuff. But I I think that's you know I don't dis- look I don't disagree with that to a certain extent. The thing I do like about it with Lucha though is that it's like okay, yeah, we're taking this pointlessly flippy shit. And because it can be pointlessly flippy at times, we're going to create great storylines and characters around it so that the, 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 the Cirque du Soleil aspect of some Lucha Libre actually becomes fun and works in the storyline where basically Lucha Underground is just like, you know what? This is so far gone. It's so crazy to a certain extent. Fuck it. Wrestling's not real. These are fucking actors. This is a goddamn TV show. We're going to have dudes in the back rip each other's fucking hearts out. We're just going to go someplace completely different that's not a fucking deletion of somebody or the fucking new deletion or whatever the fuck that one was. Like, they're they're just doing it in a natural, organic way to what is dramatic storytelling. Whereas WWE and the rest of wrestling in general is still trying to do this thing where they pretend like it's a fucking athletic event. And I'm not saying the guys aren't athletes. I know a lot of workers, and they are fucking athletes. You just go ask Don Fry, who just got into the UFC Hall of Fame, who got way more fucked oh. up from his short run as a pro wrestler than he ever did in a fucking cage. We know these guys are real fucking athletes. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the presentation of doing it like a real sport instead of doing it like an athletic drama, you know, I, it, it, it's it's run its course. And in WWE... I don't know. I don't feel like they ever really... Tr- I feel like... That's like new to me. I think they didn't really, like in the Attitude Era. It wasn't really more much of a sport. It, it was like and a the soap Attitude opera. Era was much better. It was a, yeah, but it was a soap opera. I think they're trying something different right now. Like Which is right what? now. What's what's what, what's like different? Dean Ambrose wears jeans like instead MMA. of tights. What's mm. fucking different? Like I haven't you know, seen that before. I can refute Zach's point with a simple quote. I don't think what you're thinking is accurate and how the wrestlers think. Because did you read Daniel Bryan's book? Uh, I didn't. I haven't finished it. Yeah, well, he talks about, you know, you know how he's close with William Regal. Yeah. Right. And William Regal, I think, is a great illustration of this. He's a fucking he's fucking amazing. He's a wrestler, man. He's the man. You know, he comes from. He's a real man. He comes from the carnival days. Right. And every time he wrestled, they would always talk about how unorthodox his style was that he fucking wrestled. That was the unorthodox style in wrestling. Right. That always fucking bothered me. That's a little side note. But. When Daniel Bryan signed with the WWE, William Regal talked to him and he said, everything you did up to this point was professional wrestling. That's behind you now. Everything else is extra. So if a man like William Regal isn't looking at it as like a place that you improve no. yourself and that it's a place that... That's fair, but when Daniel Bryan came in... money. Yeah. I think, William Regal, I think it's changed a lot since Daniel Bryan came and I think he helped change it with his, that, that underdog story he had, which was great. I would argue that Daniel Bryan is the reason that Vince McMahon's not letting them go all in. I think he's changing his mind now. I, I think he's, he's, you know, he sees what's going on with Roman Reigns and things like that. I think he's souring on that stuff. I, I think you're going to see a lot of change in WWE. Oh, I mean, look, and Vince I think just with, needs with to the die. Draft happening, I, 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 I think don't mean that draft, Vince should die like God, in a bad it. way. I just wow. think that eventually... I just think that eventually Vince will pass the torch for real and stop micromanaging his his fucking kids. The, the fact remains. Let remains. H like look, yeah. they 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 let H 
kind of go wild with NXT and some other people and kind of left it alone to just see what would finally happen. And they went some, and that through was some bad... very, very in- successful. And not at first. On NXT? Well, no, of course, nothing's... Like, I mean, look, I'm just talking about that block of TV time. They've done a lot of different shit with it from when it was fucking ECW on sci-fi through all the other incarnations that have led up to now, it was a lot of hit and miss. And it was one of the first, and the reason why they're benefiting from the success now is because it's the one goddamn thing that they let go organically. It's like, okay, let's try this. Ah, it doesn't work. Let's tweak it a little bit like this. Okay, fuck that doesn't work. Let's do it like this. Okay, fuck. Let's let's scrub the whole board clean. Let's start with a clean slate. Let's make it a new show. We'll keep that block of TV. We'll do something else. And they just kept going and experimenting with it and trying to come up with what organically worked the best until now. Guess what they figured out works the best? Guess what makes NXT work great? They, they're back where they should have started in the first place. They basically mm. turned it into easy fucking W. Mm. They really have. You know, and the whole point, that whole block of time, when they first put it on the goddamn air on Sci-Fi Channel, which was crazy to put on Sci-Fi Channel in the first place, was ECW. (laughs) It was like, take the show that was on, what was it, TNN at the time or whatever, just move it over. But they didn't fucking do that. They went Sci-Fi Channel. You know, and Uh, Kelly Kelly doing strip teases and whatnot, which don't get me wrong. I'm not arguing that like Raw is a better put together show than Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground is much better paced and structured than like the WWE show. Because it's not because Lucha Underground's not a wrestling show. Lucha Underground is a one hour drama with wrestling. And I think that's a distinction. I think if you want really good wrestling, Lucha Underground has that. I I think overall, I feel like the wrestling product WWE is worth seeking out for the in ring wrestling. I think the wrestling there is very very good. But subscribe um, to the network because they keep all the good stuff online. Okay, but here's my well, thing. Like, pay-per-views look, and shit, too. But they got to get rid of... And they have the best talent of wrestlers in the I, world. I, I don't disagree. And, and they're going to increase... They're, who are they yes, fooling, they do. though, pretending to be the, the sports competition still? Like, I like the idea of what's going on in Lucha Underground, of getting rid of that. Like, it's an underground fight club where weird shit happens. You, you tell me that Randy Orton is supposed to be some kind of challenge for Brock Lesnar, who I just saw destroy Mark Hunt for real. And like, weird. we're supposed to be in this world in WWE where I all of a sudden it's an athletic competition between a guy who's a legit UFC heavyweight and a guy who's 100 pounds lighter than him who couldn't throw a real punch if his fucking life depended on it. Well, like, I mean, Orton's, Orton's a big dude. Right, but, but 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 that's not my point. My point is, yes, I still want to see Randy Orton versus Brock Lesnar. I like Randy Orton. I really do. And I love Brock Lesnar. I want to see that match. But at the same time, don't do it under the guise of like a straight athletic competition because, mm. damn it, we know what that looks like. And I think that's yeah. the main problem with Brock Lesnar in general and a huge problem with the WWE right now is he's discredited their entire roster and there's no one that can credibly beat him and he's a fucking part-timer that's never there. I think I think uh, Shinsuke Nakamura can beat him, but that's... In real talk. life? No, in a wrestling match. Right, exactly. Well, Brock is up on him one nothing right now. Yeah, exactly. So why present it that oh, way? Yeah, let's that, present he it. was not Shinsuke Nakamura then. That was let's present it with thing. a fun storyline that's, that's more of a drama leading to... You know, your unlikely hero having to face Goliath as opposed to, you know, an athletic competition between two evenly matched guys that are supposedly in the same weight class when they're not. You know, like, look, Shinsuke Nakamura is not beating Brock Lesnar in a dark alley. But if you're writing a movie 
And all of a sudden, you know, it's Jack Ryan or something, and he takes out 52 dudes with fucking AK-47s. It becomes a, a different suspension of disbelief. First, that, that works better. You got to get him on. Yeah, you got to get him on the main fucking roster first. You have to not He's fuck not up going. his purge, his push on the main roster, which they're going to fuck up his push on the main roster. Uh, his charisma is one that can break through. I don't even know if Shinsuke goes to the main roster at this oh, point. They're paying him too much. No way he's, he's not going to the main roster. Yeah. He has a main event there's concept. too much money in there. Um, I, I honestly think he could be like uh, the next taker, personally. He has that in oh, him. No. He, yeah, in terms of... He has the best entrance in the fucking world, bar none. That's another thing with Lucha. I don't think their entrance is that Is cool. that entrance going to work uh, in it'll the fucking arenas? That entrance is going to be fucking Maybe. amazing at WrestleMania. Maybe. That is going to be one of the greatest entrances ever. He right is now. fucking phenomenal. And AJ Styles. But <laughs> AJ um, Styles is not phenomenal in WWE. I'm a huge AJ oh, Styles He's been mark. very, very... Like, I haven't, I've I, hated this whole run. It he, makes me he's, so He's been sad. awesome right now. He's really good as a heel. Oh. So, and he's put on no, some really no, good performances. No, no, I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying, like... I, 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 wanted, I wanted AJ to be there six years ago. Like, it, no, he's it probably should have been. Now, and there's but, nobody and they, left for him to wrestle that makes any sense. What do you mean there's nobody left for him to wrestle? Yeah. There's everybody left for him to wrestle. Nah, not these guys. It's just boring to me. It's it not like he's going to wrestle Brock or okay. anything. Well, I mean, oh, that's no, just, I'm sure he will. You're but not, like, see, what here's not the thing. See. You guys aren't invested in the talent. I know it's like to be in, like, Lucha Underground is your PWG. For me, no, PWG, I'm invested, like, I know what you guys I'm invested I know in AJ like. Styles. I mean, I was watching AJ Styles 10, 12 years ago. I, I like AJ Styles. AJ Styles was the reason I was watching TNA when I watched Yeah, yeah I mean, I know. But you just said you're not interested in seeing him wrestle anybody in the WWE, which is ridiculous. I like watching him in the main scene go Considering the talent that's there, but that's fine. I'd like to see him wrestle Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. You know, that's... I think we have different And how far is that going to go? Mm. Okay, so so Apollo Crews. I do Wait, not oh like him. God. Why are we talking about Apollo Crews? Because he's in WWE. He's... I'm not going to run down the entire... The roster's I'm not trying to run that. down. He's getting a push on the fucking main he's, card now. He's you know, getting the ricochet push miss. right now. He's getting on the main card while Nakamura's wrestling and Finn Balor are both wrestling. Right, and so NXT. my whole point is my whole point is to a person like you who watches WWE, here's that 20 minutes where Apollo Crews is on your Monday night flagship show now. What is that doing for you as a fan? Are they pushing no, him? I, I are they getting him over? Is he getting himself they over? Get, are they shoving him to, down your throat? Or are they wasting find, time? Uh, he needs to find his character. They probably should have kept him in NXT a bit more. He needs to find his character. But this or, is what they keep doing. This yeah. is what they keep doing. They'll bring up Adam Rose. They won't bring up fucking I'm gonna Neville. End it. Right. Here, here, I'm going to end it right okay, here. Cool, cool. This is why Lucha Underground wins. They don't waste my fucking time with Apollo Crews. <laughs> and i like the dude i'd like the dude but here's the thing they're slow they're deliberate and they build it like there were some times like we we thought kill shot like damn this dude might be a waste of time but they paid it off they didn't make me pay it off for them wwe waits around for me to pop for their fucking guy guess what roman reigns not fucking popping no one's popping never gonna happen what do you do Make him the champ and shove it down our fucking throats for another two months until he gets out with this fake whatever fucking suspension. The thing is, WWE has a, a, a much bigger audience to try and appease. It's not going to Lucha Underground as. But so it was much so goddamn audience. obvious. It was so obvious. Little fucking kids were like, "That's the bad guy, mommy. That's the bad guy. Why do they tell me he's mm -hmm. the good guy?" Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Like, it's that goddamn obvious. Vince and his fucking ego or whoever the fuck did it. I don't know if it's Stephanie, H, Vince, whoever fucking was sitting in the back and was like, no, 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 no. Let's fucking push Roman Reigns down everyone's throats. It'll totally work. Like, I don't think there was a grand scheme to it. I don't think there was a grand plan. I think they were just like, let's try it one more time. We really like this guy. It's like, fuck if you like him backstage. Sometimes the crowd tells you. And the thing is, why does the crowd have to? Why do we have to get that fucking far? With Lucha Underground, they write something good, and I either pop for it or I don't pop for it. And when I don't pop for it, they don't waste my fucking time with it the next week. There's mm-hmm. been a few things that they've bailed on. Not a ton, because they really haven't had to. But they write something. I typically like it. I have a sensibility that's similar to those guys who write the show. I'm probably around the same age. I probably have the same background and stuff that I like. Comic books. I'm you know, mm-hmm. on a coast. You know, Maybe it's not hitting the flyover states the same way. It's not your daddy's southern wrestling. It's not fucking shooting Roman candles at each other with a boat in the backyard. It's not fucking men in spandex slapping each other in the fucking mouth. No it's, tickle butt. It's but. not. But at the same time... So it gets over with me. But to me, the whole thing is with Lucha Underground, it's not a waste of time. It's it's like there may be a slow spot here or there. There might be an episode you don't like. People talk shit on Game of Thrones every now and then. There's always an episode you don't like. But there's 10 in the season and you liked nine of them. One of them was a dud. But at WWE, they give me these long, drawn-out runs that don't make any sense. Push programs where they're hot-shotting to get into it because they got too many goddamn pay-per-views. They got a three-hour live show where everyone's just standing in the fucking ring every week doing this, 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 and this. Trying to talk up like everybody fucking hates each other. No, give me a goddamn storyline. Like, I remember just even dumb shit like with with the Christian and Edge and those motherfuckers <laughs> and those kind of feuds where they did some vignettes that actually made it make sense instead we go to the back there's an interview going on it gets interrupted every goddamn week mm-hmm. like when the fuck is someone going to actually get through a whole fucking interview in WWE ever again on it's the just, Raw it's show so it's 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 become lazy storytelling because that's my problem and it's not that the workers aren't awesome it's not that there's not great things going on there no they have there. the best talent cuz they can afford the best talent in the world and clearly we can't talk shit on the writers because our favorite writer is dj and he came from the ww fucking e but these people were retarded enough to let him go well and when he was there what the fuck was he writing there i, I bet you he wasn't happy about a whole lot of shit that he wrote when he was there because he was forced to write it <sighs> okay gentlemen it is way too hot in this room let's end this for the love of god <laughs> well that I'm, is I'm zach tapping out i'm the wicked witch of the west here i, I need to eat it's like oh, your microphone went out that's a good that's a good some sign ah. Sure. Alright, we'll just do this. Casey? Yes. Casey, you didn't even say shit. You didn't win. Justin <laughs> talked for you. I thought Justin was no. the ref. You said nothing in this one. Uh, go back and listen to the show. I think that the listeners will disagree you on that. You barely talked. That's all I needed to say. Alright, well, anybody who has gotten to the... I didn't come on to say one was better than the other. I came on to talk about both of them. You did. And I... Hold on, your microphone yeah. is gone out. I just want to see them both get better, and I think they both can get better. I do th- think there was a lot of room for improvement with this season of Lucha Underground, and obviously there's lots of room for improvement with WWE. Well, but how, I think I still this? think the wrestling itself is very comparable, and I think they're different styles, obviously. I think, but I think if you're a wrestling fan, you should watch both, and I think, I think it's a good time. WWE to should watch give WWE. Us, they're trying different by, things. By I think us, it's I mean Lucha Champion. Underground. I think WWE should give Lucha Underground Roman Reigns, because I guarantee you. Lucha Underground could get Roman Reigns over. Well, Roman Roman Reigns is is <laughs> he's over, but he's just not. They're not using him, and well, no, he'd be a fantastic heel. 
They're like they. I don't even know if they have to make him a heel in, in Lucha Underground. He might get over. Oh yeah, because he's Roman Reigns from WWE. Of course he'd get over. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Well, Geo hey. would love it. Yeah, Geo would. Shout out to Geo. Well, anyway, this has been a it's phenomenally been strange episode. Um, I got to do uh, some housekeeping. Um, do a few things here, but I'll do I'll do the ending first, and then I'll go back and do my housekeeping, and then Thanks nobody for... will ever know what happened. It'll be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Keep keep on sending in the fan letters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Lucha guys, Gringo. let us know uh, what you think. WWE versus Lucha Underground. Uh, sadly for Zach, I'm sure there's a lot more Lucha listeners to this particular podcast, and you'll probably vote. I was I was Lucha. outgunned tremendously. In the yeah. Year. Hey Zach, what's your Twitter in case people want to say uh, something you to you? You don't want to follow me. <laughs> Oh, they um, they want to follow I, you now. I don't post that much. And I don't post much wrestling stuff. Oh, you'll uh, post a lot now. You'll have to be f- uh, refuting this forever. My Twitter handle is Z making magic, just the phrase, and that's it. <laughs> that's what he calls fucking you. <laughs> well, folks, uh, it's going to be fun to see what some of the comments and replies are for the people who got to the end of this thing. And thanks again to our homeboy Vinny Massaro for coming on, uh, Kevin Cross, uh, the, the last real heels for not showing up. Um, oh, Jimmy five shit. He was here days ago. Jimmy five was here. Oh, oh yeah. How that show was. It's probably over. Yeah. And he was probably laughing right now. Cause he went to a comedy show tonight. So hopefully, um, I don't, I don't think he had a comedy show. I think he just had it out. So he didn't stay for three hours. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Well, we're on to your shit, Jim. It's been real. This has been a very interesting debate, and uh, we got fucking a huge, huge, huge Ultima Lucha Dos Part Trace coming up next week. Uh, can't wait for that, and it's going to be a huge episode. Don't expect us to be live tweeting, though, because Byron and I will probably not be able to live tweet the show next week, and we'll tell you more about that next week. Um, so, till next time, stay calm and stay in the mix. Stay in the mix.